This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling me to the heavenly. Be seated in heavenly places, just like heaven, just like heaven on earth. To be walking in His favor and graces, just like heaven, just like heaven on earth. Good morning, Tallahassee. Happy Martin Luther King Day. You're listening to Wave 94, 94.1 Tallahassee. And we come with a great word today. And that word is escape. Escape to heaven. Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ, Servant Marcia. I want you to know that as we live in this world, there is still a way to escape to the peace, joy, and happiness that God himself has given us through Jesus Christ. Wow. How do we escape today? I don't know if you've been looking at those headlines and the TV and YouTube. There's just so much going on. Uh, I think the most recent thing was uh, aliens in Miami. (laughs) That's where I'm from. And uh, you say, how can you escape when they bring it right to you? But I'm here to tell you that we can still escape because if you, you know, when Jesus came to earth, one of the things he did as he uh, prepared himself to go into ministry, it even tells us how after he was baptized, uh, the Holy Spirit led him into um, the wilderness. And in the wilderness, he was tested. He was tested um, uh, in several different ways. Um, and, and he constantly would say, it is written. So Jesus himself relied on the word of God to overcome his trials and his tribulations that he went through. After he passed the test, after the angels came and ministered to him, um, you know, he then went around preaching, performing the works of the kingdom of God. Uh, he, he began to let them understand that in the kingdom of God, there's, there's not sickness, there's not death, there's not um, all of the illnesses that he found when he came out of the wilderness and was moved with compassion and began to do good everywhere. That's what the Word of God tells us, even on Mark, first chapter, here in the first chapter, starting at 12th verse. So after the baptism and the recognition by the Father in heaven, the voice that came down and said, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Immediately, the Spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness for 40 days, tempted by Satan, was with wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. But um, when he realized that John was now put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, 
preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And so your question might be the gospel. What was the gospel? What is the gospel? And my interpretation per the word of God is that the gospel is that even though we lost our dominion that we were given at the point of creation by the Father through deceit uh, executed by the serpent against Eve to eat of the tree that the Lord said not to touch or eat, um, and then Adam ate also. That meant that our DNA, spiritually and, and physically, uh, began to experience the effects of death. No longer did mankind live forever. We began to have a life sentence. And even Adam himself, after being put out of the garden, he lived, uh, I believe, 930 years. And Methuselah lived until 969 years. I think the point that I'm making here is that we're living on earth. And uh, we have now, those of us that have given your lives to the Lord and proclaimed Jesus as your Savior, the good news, the gospel, is that we no longer have to be separated from our Father. We can commune with Him. Uh, Jesus made that very plain in John, the, sec the third chapter, when he was speaking with uh, Nicodemus. And he said to him that it is um, imperative. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That means that he cannot even know that the kingdom of God exists. And then... Um, he went on a further statement and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Holy Spirit, whether you see it or not, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. I'm here to tell you that, yes, you can escape from the woes of today, the disappointments, the poverty, the um, the impossibility of, of living today and being all of this uh, lack of morality, the lawlessness, all this Jesus told us this would happen through his prophets, through his apostles. He told us this. So you can't escape to the kingdom of God because that which is born of the flesh is flesh. But that which is born of the Holy Spirit is spirit. In order for you and I to connect with the Father again, to be reconciled back to Him, to even have a possibility of it, we've got to have a new spirit, a different spirit than the spirit that we receive when we're born naturally, the spirit that comes from Adam and Eve, that comes from Noah. We have to have a new spirit. And that new spirit we get through accepting the gospel that Jesus Christ has the means, uh, did what was necessary to reconcile us back to the Father. Now, what did Jesus do? He lived on this earth, committed no sin, was uh, 
He was killed, crucified. He died. He was resurrected by the power of our great father. And um, he then ascended to heaven, took the blood up there. And my understanding is placed there at that altar. And that blood, when, G when the father see the blood, he knows that you and I have been reconciled unto him through Jesus Christ. I want to go to the Bible. I love reading the word of God because even in John, the third chapter, um, starting the 13th verse, he said, no one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven. And that is the son of man. Notice he didn't say the son of God, because when Jesus came down, the good news, the gospel is he came down as a propitiation, as a replacement of sins that we could not pay the price for. He came down representing mankind. And what he left, when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we as human beings now become representatives of God, of the Creator, as he intended when he first created mankind. Um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Jesus might be saved. Now there is a key to this. You have to believe. He who believes in Jesus is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So every person that's been born has a light in him that lets him know that Jesus is the Son of God. You know, God would not be fair if there was no way for a person to recognize that the Son of God, the Son of Man, is the way back to the Father. But the Bible says that men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light because his deeds would be exposed. But those who do the truth, those who want truth, comes to the light that his deeds might be clearly seen that they have been done in the spirit of righteousness in God. So God is the spirit. Those who worship God, as Jesus mentioned at the well with the lady um, of uh, Samaria, they that worship God must worship him in spirit and truth. If we run over to First Peter, but before we get there, I, I wanted to give you assurance that, yes, you can indeed escape this world and you escape because you live in the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of God is within us, okay? And it is not eating, it's not drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So, he who serves Jesus Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So 
The point is, you want to escape from the sadness. You want to escape from despair, disappointment, um, even health concerns. It has. You have to go within. You have to have the kingdom of God within you. Okay, and that's how we escape to uh, the kingdom of God and away from the things and the awfulness of this world. Okay, see. Why did Christ die? Well, he died and rose and lived again that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. So every knee is going to bow to Jesus and you either going to bow now while you are alive or you're going to bow at judgment. <laughs> every tongue shall confess that he is God. So I would say, let's start escaping now while we're here on earth. Let's start learning and understanding and figuring out what do we do so that no matter what condition we're living through, we have a place of refuge in our Father, in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. I like that. I like hearing that word called blessed. Because when I hear the word blessed, it lets me know that I'm in a special category. Uh, blessed be. When, when we were created, the Father blessed us to be fruitful, multiply, take dominion, replenish the earth. We were blessed to do something. We were blessed to live in a certain state of mind, condition, so that no matter where we are, the rippling effect from us will benefit others. Amen. So when I go to first Peter, please take your Bible and ride with me. First Peter, the first chapter, starting at verse number three, it say, blessed be God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to God's abundant mercy has begotten us again to a lively hope, a living hope, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. The hope is that we have an inheritance that's incorruptible, undefiled, does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you individually, your name. And that inheritance is kept in the power of God through our faith for the salvation that's going to be revealed in the last time. So in that time of judgment, you, you know, you don't have to wonder and worry because um, you will be saved from the damnation, even as we're living here on earth. Uh, God proved it on several occasions. He did it with Noah. He saved Noah and his family from the entire, the flood that destroyed the entire world. He saved Lot and his family when uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. And how many times did he show that he is a God of deliverance? Amen. He did it with Jesus, even as when he was an infant. He did it with Abraham uh, when he was living in Ur uh, during the reign of Nimrod. God is a deliverer. And so now the Lord has a plan that will save multitudes, innumerable people, innumerable. And it's only through our faith and our hope in his son, his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. So um, in this, you greatly rejoice. So even though we have various trials, like 
that's because your faith, your faith is being, uh, the genuineness of your faith is being developed is much more precious than gold because gold perish. <laughs> oh, amen. May be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. When they say that term right there, revelation of Jesus Christ, it means at the moment that everybody realized that Jesus Christ is really the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Okay. Whom, even though you've not seen Jesus, you love him. Believing, rejoice with joy, inexpressible, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith. And what is that? The salvation of our souls. Um, even though the prophets of old talked about it, we are actually experiencing it. Because why? Holy Spirit is inside of us, sent from heaven. Even angels are watching you as you live daily. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. See, this, this, this judgment thing that we're all going to face, I'm telling you, if you don't know anything about Jesus and you didn't take the time while we were on earth to uh, accept him, uh, in order to be reunited back to the Father at the judgment of all of us, Jesus Christ will be revealed as King and Lord. But then you did not accept him when you had the opportunity. Your opportunity is only when you're in your body here on earth. Okay? So as obedient children, let's learn that. Be obedient do not conform ourselves to the former lusts when we were in ignorance of who Jesus is. Take the time. But as he who called you is holy, you're expected to live holy. And we're starting to see a whole lot of wow, preachers and pastors. This, this internet thing is awful because it's showing so many people being exposed. And then you don't know. I don't know if it's real or not. I think it's more important that we keep our mind and our heart stayed on us being perfected in Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, because if you call on the Father who, without partiality, judges all of us according to our own work, then we need to conduct ourselves throughout the time of our stay here on earth in fear. How are you going to escape Stay focused on the end game. The end game is to go back to where you came from. We all came from the Father. We're, we're a manifestation of the breath of God. Even the word of God tells us that, that he breathed into man. And man became a living soul. So how do you think you arrived here? Same mechanism. Granted that the father and the mother met and did the physical act that must be done, but still you can do that all day long and nothing happens. Uh, the birth occurs when it's released from the father into that union. So while we're here on earth, in order to escape to heaven, even while we're here, live your life here in fear, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold, you know, 
or 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 what you what your grandmama told you or your granddad told you or the witchcraft that might have been practiced in generations before or allegiance to the tree of the water, the marine kingdom, all this crazy stuff. That's not what saved you. Here's what saved you. The precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Why? Jesus, the lamb of God as John the Baptist said, was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these days for you and I, okay? Who through him believe in God, and God is the one who raised Jesus from the dead and gave Jesus glory so that your faith and hope are in God since you have purified your own soul. So we purify our soul in obeying the truth through the Holy Spirit. And there's a condition there as well. We have to sincerely love the brethren. We have to love one another fervently with a pure heart. So I can't love you with the expectation of gain. I have to love you purely just because I love. <laughs> And, and you can only do that because you've been born again, not of the corruptible seed, but the incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So what we are to do in order to escape to heaven while we're here on earth, we are to lay aside all malice. That's first Peter, second chapter, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, evil speaking. You can't speak evil about one another. And desire instead the pure milk of the word so that you can grow. Okay? That, that's what you must do. Because why? We are a chosen generation. I, I was thinking this weekend about this generation. Those two words just stayed with me. I didn't know how the Lord was going to let it come through. But I can see now that the Lord is saying, yeah, while you're here on earth, you want to escape to heaven. But guess what? You got to qualify. You have to qualify in order to be in First Peter, second chapter, verse nine, a chosen generation royal priesthood, holy nation, God's own special people that you may proclaim, proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. See, that sounds like Peter is kind of speaking to us, us, the Gentiles. Most of us are Gentiles. Most of us on the earth are Gentiles. And he's saying, look, if you would accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can become a part of this chosen generation. And now you will be given mercy. Now you will be given liberty. Now you will move out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So you are a pilgrim in this earth. Therefore, you must abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul. 
So when other Gentiles look at you, or even Jewish people or Israelites, no matter who they are, and they decide to speak against you as if you are an evildoer, they may, by your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. See, this is the will of God, that by doing good, you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. That, that's God's desire for us. Amen. Um, and, and just like Jesus, you know, Jesus suffered. You expect you are expected to suffer. Uh, he left an example when he was reviled. He did not revile in return when he suffered. He did not threaten, but he committed himself to God who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we haven't died to sins might live for righteousness. And notice that those same, that same process that Jesus suffered, it, it lets us know by the stripes, those 39 stripes that Jesus took, your body, your flesh is healed. That's a past tense. It's not going to be healed. It's healed. For we were like sheep going astray, but we have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of our souls. Wow, I just love this word of God. I love God's word. It's so good. It's like eating the best food ever. First Peter, third chapter, going to the eighth verse, it says, Finally, all of us believers be of one mind, having compassion for one another, love as brothers, be tenderhearted, be courteous. Don't return evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. So we are blessed, okay? But we are blessed to bless others. If we sanctify the Lord God in our hearts, Okay, we will always remain a blessing towards others. And even here, First uh, Peter third chapter, and I'll stop here. It says, uh, "For Christ also suffered the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but then he was made alive by the Holy Spirit." And guess what he did? When he was made alive by the Holy Spirit, even though his body on earth looked like it was dead. He went down into the pit of hell and preached to people that had long died, that were in prison in hell, who formerly were disobedient when once the divine long suffering waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, he preached to those people, the same people that had died, that didn't make it during the flood. Jesus went down and preached to them. You see, God, you will not be able to find fault with the Father. You know, some people say, how could he destroy a whole earth, a whole world, and only save Noah and, and his family? But look at what we see here. God's plan is so thorough that even when Jesus died, 
His flesh is dead, but his spirit is alive. And he went down into the pit of hell and brought captives. He captivated. He captured those souls that wanted goodness, that wanted God. Even when in our minds, they're dead. And he took them over to paradise. I mean, that's what he said to the guy on, on the cross with them. He said, this day you will be with me in paradise. No one knows the mind and the ways and the thoughts of God. But if we would just stay in hope and in faith, we will see the blessings that God has for us. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. I want to pray for us today. Father God, we thank you for this Martin Luther King Day, which is it's like a day of liberty. But God, I thank you for the true liberty that you have given unto us. And that's liberation from curses and, and illnesses and, and defeatism and sin, Lord God. And, and, uh, the way and the path that the prince of, uh, the power of the, of the air, the God of this world has designed for your creation. But God, you have given us liberty in Christ Jesus. And for that, we are grateful. God, I ask you to bless every soul, bless every heart that have been on the radio today, that hears this word of God. Let it be a blessing unto all of us, Lord. We thank you for your great blessing, how you love us, and you designed for us to come back home. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I love you so much, but I have proof that Jesus, that God, the creator of heaven and earth and Holy Spirit, they love us. They love you more than I would ever know how to love you. Be blessed and I can't wait to see you next week. Bye. I wanna walk